welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Dustin Hawkinsmith here from PennLive.com with a quick blue-white breakdown post-Michigan State. Penn State loses this one 30-27. Snowy conditions on the road against the Spartans in this game. Penn State started off slowly. They finished poorly. They climbed back into the game midway through, but uh, had slipped behind 14-0. Michigan State with some key plays late in this one. Fumbles by Kevon Lee and John Lovett. The second one on a kickoff return. Ultimately doomed this team. They were winning the turnover battle at that point in time. Ended up losing that one and losing the game as well. Good effort by Michigan State coming back from a 56-7 loss to Ohio State the week before. One of the keys of this game and some of the same themes showed up in this one as they have all year long. Penn State not being as good as their opponent in short yardage situations came back to haunt them in this one. Got away from the passing game for a little while in this game, trying to establish Kevon Lee in that run game. Ended up not really doing either in this one. 0 for 12, Penn State finished the year trying to get a 100-yard rusher uh, in a single game. That did not happen for them in the regular season. They will be off next week as they're playing conference championship games. We'll find out their bowl destination next weekend. One more shot to try to close out the year with a win and try to establish a little something extra in the run game, which they hadn't so far. Michigan State very successful in this game on third and fourth down, which allowed them to continue staying on the field, extend long drives. They scored on several long drives, including a nine-play, 99-yard drive to score their second touchdown of the game. Ended up with this in this game 36 minutes and 24 seconds time of possession, 23 minutes and 36 seconds for Penn State. So the run game was a factor, as we probably expected it to be. One thing we weren't weren't too sure of coming into this game was the health of this Michigan State team. That includes running back Kenneth Walker III, who was at one point a Heisman Trophy contender, probably not in that conversation anymore, could get a trip and be a finalist to New York City for the Heisman Trophy. Uh, Michigan State ended up with 183 yards on the ground. When Kenneth Walker needed a big run, he seemed to get one. When it was open, he made the most of it. There were a few times in this game where Penn State defended it well, and he still managed to get his yards anyway. He finished the game with 30 carries for 138 yards and a touchdown. Not a bad display for the Penn State defense in this one. But ultimately, you look at late in this game, the final few minutes, uh, Michigan State, had a kicking issues of its own, but Jordan Stout missed a field goal. Jordan Stout missed an extra point. You look at the final margin, 30-27, to 27, do the math, and you kind of figure that Penn State's kicking woes were part of it. But Michigan State had their own to the point where on their final touchdown of the game, they faced a 4th and 15 from the 20-yard line, and Peyton Thorne threw it up in the front right corner of the end zone, had a one-on-one matchup with Johnny Dixon on Jaden Reed, Threw it up. Jaden Reed managed to box out Johnny Dixon, haul that pass in, and that all but did it for this Penn State team. They did manage to get the ball back with uh, four minutes and change on the clock. Uh, marched down the field, got in the end zone uh, on a Parker Washington touchdown, went for the onside kick, and Jaden Reed was the man who recovered it then to run out the clock on this game. 
Penn State finishes the year seven and five. Michigan State ten and two. Penn State lost five out of their final seven games of the year. Mentioned some of the same themes and issues going on in this one. The offensive line had some struggles. They they didn't have a go-to play. They didn't have a go-to approach in short yardage situations, which helped put them in bad spots in the first place. Kevon Lee, um, they turned the ball over on downs on, on one drive late in the fourth quarter. Kevon Lee also on a on a third and one fumbled the ball away. That was the first of back-to-back fumbles between Kevon Lee and John Lovett. You know, those those giveaways ended up haunting Penn State in this game. Sean Clifford played a pretty good game in this one, finished it out 23 out of 34 for 313 yards and three touchdowns. I know some people, fans looking at this game, seeing that Sean Clifford was warming up and getting ready to start, feeling a little, a little disappointed after the, what they saw from Christian Veyu in the 28-0 win over Rutgers last week. Clifford was the guy in this one. The only complaint, I think, from the Penn State passing game was that you didn't see more of it in the third quarter and early in the fourth quarter. Uh, part of that was Michigan State doing a good job of playing keep away. Uh, Penn State not doing the job on third down, fourth down, not doing the job uh, getting the Michigan State offense off the field. And I don't think doing the, the, the best job they've done all year in terms of tackling in the open field. Tricky game to try to assess the defense's play because of the snow on the field and what advantage that seemed to give the offense, especially you know, Michigan State took advantage of that. Uh, just the first man to arrive on the scene missed a little too often in this game. It was uncharacteristic. Again, the weather partly played uh, a role in that, but the Penn State defense, not its finest game of the year. Uh, end up, you know, giving up the, the yards on the ground, 183 yards. Peyton Thorne, Michigan State's quarterback, made all the plays when he needed them. He accounted for three total touchdowns. He threw for 268. He also ran for a score uh, with 39 yards on the ground. Fumbles played a, played a role late, as we mentioned. Uh, at that point in time, Penn State was winning the turnover battle one nothing. It was a pick six by Daquan, Daquan Hardy. Huge play in the early sec- part of the second half. Uh, Jahan Dotson was a huge factor in this game. Again, only gripe with uh, with Penn State's passing game and with Jahan Dotson. Why not stick with it until Michigan State proves it can stop it? You're facing the worst pass defense in the country. And Sean Clifford had 23 attempts through the air up until that last drive, when I believe he attempted 11 more on that drive. Uh, Michigan State giving up 340 yards per game through the air. And you saw some of those fundamental issues with the Spartans' pass defense. I I just don't think they have the right mix of talent on the back end. Had a lot of guys running open early in this game. Took advantage early. Jahan Dotson scored two touchdowns. He finished with eight catches for 137 yards. Did his usual work. Uh, incredible catch and finish on the first touchdown of the game. Penn State trailing 14-0 at that point. Sean Clifford throws it up towards the front right corner of the end zone. Jahan Dotson catches, bobbles a bit, gets himself under control, stays in bounds, and manages to extend for a touchdown. It's wide open on a second score. Right now, with the bowl game to go, assuming he does play, it'll be interesting to see. There might be some incentive to not play, depending on where Penn State goes. He's got 91 catches for 1,182 yards and 12 touchdowns on the year. Again, with another game potentially to go, he ranks number three all-time at Penn State, 2,757 yards, tied for second with 25 receiving touchdowns in his career. And he's number two also in career catches with 184. 
We're looking at one of the best wideouts to ever do it in a Penn State uniform with another big time showing in this game. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our 12 locations. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Penn State's defense, as I mentioned before, did have some issues in this game, but more or less they came to play, uh, could have tightened some things up, could have executed a little bit better. You always hate to give up a big play on a 4th and 15. That was a really key play in this game where um, Johnny Dixon just was beat on a one-on-one pass. He uh, was in solid position, but Jaden Reed, I think you just got to give him credit uh, that he managed to get the job done there. Kevon Lee on the ground in this game, uh, 15 carries for 79 yards, uh, broke a 33-yarder, 0 for 12 with 100-yard rushers in this game. There seemed to be some times early where they went, Penn State went a little above and beyond to try to establish the run game. And uh, it seemed all along, I mean, any casual fan would probably say, you know, you see the, the issues that Michigan State has in the passing game, pound those issues until they prove they can stop it. I don't think they did that. Penn State's offensive line without Rasheed Walker in this game. You saw Bryce Epner get the start at left tackle. You saw um, Landon Tangwall come in. Uh, Bryce Epner did not finish the game at left tackle. Uh, Landon Tangwall came in and played. You saw a good bit of pressure off the edge from this Michigan State front. Pretty good up front. Uh, with with this um, pass rush of Michigan State's. So it was a challenge. You knew it was going to be a handful. In short yardage, you saw penetration from Michigan State's defense that managed to blow up some of these plays. And, uh, you know, you saw the end result here. Penn State not comfortable once again, not confident, not sure what to call in short yardage situations. And you saw, um, you know, that, that was part of the issue in this game, part of the issue a lot of the year so far. So Penn State will have to go back to the drawing board I'm not sure whether you can expect any kind of changes. It's far too early to talk about that when it comes to assistant coaches. Obviously, James Franklin just signed a new 10-year deal. Mel Tucker from Michigan State also just signed a new 10-year deal. Mel Tucker's team, uh, I think you have to give them some credit where they came back after a lot of negative momentum from that Ohio State loss, their most embarrassing game of the season without a doubt. They had... Flu issues, injury issues. You 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 kind of thought they might come into this game very limited with their personnel or far less than 100%. And it looked to me like they gave uh, their 100% best effort and it was good enough against this Penn State team. One of the things that James Franklin, you know, under his tenure at Penn State, they haven't been able to reverse negative momentum all that well. You've seen one loss get parlayed into two losses a lot of the time. You've seen them come out whenever the momentum is working against them, just like last year when they lost five games in a row to open the year. That all began with a crushing overtime loss uh, on the road at Indiana. Uh, that gave way to five straight losses. Same kind of situation here. Uh, Sean Clifford knocked out of the Iowa game. They're up 17-3 to at that point. We know how history goes from that point forward. He was less than 100% against Illinois. Um, Illinois using that, that nine-man front. To, to pound the ball down the, the Penn State defense's throat. Uh, and you just uh, come you come back against Ohio State. You play a solid game in that one. Not enough against the Buckeyes, who, by the way, lost to Michigan for the first time in, what, about 10 years. 
in that rivalry game ends up putting Michigan in all likelihood in the college football playoff if they can take care of business in the Big Ten title game. But this Penn State team, there's a lot to reassess. Um, the offensive line has been an ongoing issue um, under James Franklin. You have Phil Troutwine trying to get that job done. I'm not sure if they had the right personnel this year. I'm not sure if they were coached right. You didn't see a lot of progress there. You didn't see a lot of progress on, in the run game. You had James Franklin on multiple, multiple occasions asking for more physicality there. That's something that ideally your head coach is not going to have to ask his offensive line, have to ask his coaches to be more physical in the run game. Just haven't gotten there yet. So they're seven and five. There is a bowl game to go. There is a chance to to maybe end this thing with an exclamation point to get your act together uh, in the extra practice time that comes with playing in a bowl and try to close this season out on a high note. Uh, you have obviously a 2022 recruiting class coming in that's very very good. That includes the number one quarterback in America and the number one running back in America according to the 24/7 Sports Composite. Drew Aller, the five-star quarterback from Ohio. Could be a factor right away if Sean Clifford ultimately decides to move on. He's playing in his fifth year. He is three years into his tenure as Penn State's starting quarterback. He is eligible to come back for a sixth season because of the COVID year. Uh, you saw Christian Bay, you do some good things against Rutgers. You see Drew Aller coming in. I'm not sure if Sean Clifford, you know, where his decision-making might end up being, but you could see a change at that position. I also think that Nick Singleton, the number one running back in the country, could be your starting running back week one next year if all goes to plan. He is a very, very talented player, and he's got a drive to be really good. So one thing I think you can say about this Penn State running game, didn't have enough. They didn't have enough up front, and I don't think they had enough in that running back rotation to really get the job done. So a lot of the same themes, lack of running game. Uh, lack of consistency from the offensive line, not being able to get off the field all the time as a defense. As good as this defense has been, they weren't able to get off the field in this one either. Almost 37 minutes time of possession played right into Michigan State's hands. They were able to create some big plays. They were able to extend drives. They were able to be successful on third and fourth down. So all these things are, are worth putting under a microscope as you look back on the 2021 season. That time is not here yet. One more game to go in the bowl game. We'll find out here in about a week or so where Penn State will end up going and who they will face there. So we'll keep an eye on things on the blue-white breakdown. Expect to hear from us all throughout um, this week coming up, looking back on the Michigan State game, looking back on the season that was so far, the regular season that was, and looking at what we could see in a bowl game uh, when bowl season arrives. So there you go. Penn State, a 30 to 27 loser on the road to Michigan state seven and five. They finished the year, Michigan state 10 and two good season under Mel Tucker. Looks like he deserves every bit of that 10 year extension. We'll see what Penn state fans seem to think about James Franklin, a 10 year extension of his own. So we'll see. We've got some time to assess and reassess and look ahead to bowl season. That'll all be coming up until then. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the blue white breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey.